This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Join Natasha and Lucy and other like-minded humans who desire to take a stand for their vision and co-create healthy and meaningful change for themselves and the planet. They are a growing movement and community committed to healing, raising the consciousness of the planet, and co-creating a new earth. They believe in creating a new way of being based on love, unity, compassion, and collaboration. It is their deepest desire to support you in creating the life you truly deserve so you can step further into the light with them and be the change the world needs. Valeria Tellis interviews Natasha Harris and Lucy Brand, founders of the Circle of Light Movement. Lucy Brand and Natasha Harris were guided and nudged by Source and their guides to co-create a community movement where people feel seen, heard, valued, loved, appreciated, and accepted. A space where you're celebrated for being different and unique, and conscious conversations are an everyday occurrence. Natasha and Lucy want to share their gifts, practices, tools, of which there are many in their broom cupboards, and rituals with beautiful souls in the world to help heal and support a new way of being and living, which focuses on connection, collaboration, compassion, and unity. Together, they give you access to all of their shared wisdom, knowledge, and tools, and encourage you to confidently stand in your truth as you show up in the world and create abundance of love, health, happiness, and wealth in all areas of your life. Meet Natasha and Lucy at circleoflightmovement.com. Here is the interview with Natasha Harris and Lucy Brand. In your own words, who is Lucy Brand and Natasha Harris? I would say that we're a collaboration, the two of us. I bring to the table the my spiritual gifts and my light language. And I was looking for a community where we could help create meaningful change in the world and in ourselves. Um, but I couldn't find it. And so that's when I met Natasha and we co-created. Natasha, if you want to add to that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a Lucy and Natasha are a, a beautiful collaboration and partnership around how we can work together, how we can um, lead each other and lead within ourselves to create it who, and created this community um, and again as Lucy said you know it was really around not being able to find this community where we had a space a really safe 
sacred space to be able to look at the challenges that we face day to day or month to month in our lives and we can support each other through those challenges but then also really revel in the joys of life and dance in the light um, and work together to lead ourselves but lead each other. I love that intention. It's truly beautiful. Thank you. And my second official question is about leadership. How would you describe what true leadership is? I feel that true I feel that true leadership is actually self-leadership first. So it's taking responsibility for yourself, for your actions, your thoughts, your behavior. And I feel once you have got to a good place with that in that if you start having kind thoughts about yourself and start believing in yourself, that's when you create a movement. Because when you start doing that, the energy of momentum and the law of momentum starts moving forward. And with the gaining of momentum, you can't help but collaborate or pick people up to come along with you for the ride when you're on that frequency. Natasha? Yeah, I, I, I leadership for me is around powerful but compassionate leadership. So as Lucy said, it's leadership of self first, but it's it's that power within ourselves to stand for ourselves, our authenticity, our vulnerability, our ability to know what's true for us and express that out into the world. And by showing that um, and representing that true leadership of ourselves we rep we can replicate that for others we can allow people to stand in their own or true authenticity as well and allow themselves to lead themselves and I really do believe that we're all leading ourselves but we're all leading each other and as we stand side by side we lead ourselves into a beautiful collaborative creative change of uh, and, and and welcome in the new earth um, and a different way of doing things that has been sort of power over people, um, working against people. And now it's one of coming together in a beautiful, harmonious and powerful but compassionate way. Yeah, I believe it. I love that. Lucy, you're about to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel that like Natasha was saying, in this new paradigm, it's all about leading with love and leading with compassion, as Natasha said. But I also think it's community and collaboration. It's not competition. It's not hierarchy anymore. And I feel that when we come together in community and leading these communities with love, then these old paradigm ways of competition and hierarchy can melt away. So we can really truly step into new paradigm age of Aquarius leadership. How do you define love? What is love to you? Um, I think for me, it's actually a giddy feeling. <laughs> so whenever I speak light language, which is one of the healing modalities I use, um, it's very giggly for me. It's very light. And light language to me is of the light and it's love. Um, so if I think about perhaps if I'm doing a meditation and I'm connecting with my heart chakra, you know, I can get very giggly and lightness and love. Um, and then if I put that in my relationships, my marriage, again, it's a very it's a very light, loving feeling um, to me. That's what love is. Natasha, would you like to add anything? 
Yeah, I, love is 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 really is joy. It's it's the peace within ourselves. Um, it's self-love as well. And I think that's often something we think that love is something about we have to give love. And it's about how much we give means how loving we are. And actually, for me, it's really also around how much we love ourselves. How much do we care for ourselves? How much self-compassion do we have for ourselves? And then as we embody that and we can really truly love ourselves, which was something that was so difficult for me to, to really truly tap into and feel and embody in a way that I felt it very difficult for that also to be reflected in my life outwardly. And it's something we always seek or search for. It's like the perfect love, the perfect, perfect romance, um, the perfect acceptance from our family, friends, parents and 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 lovers. And it's really around you know, when once you once it starts to embody that that love of self, it, it just it feels so gentle to be able to say, I truly hand on heart love myself for everything that I bring to the table, the mistakes, the the things that I don't quite get right. I can still love myself in a really gentle way. And uh, I think it's about coming home, coming home to us. And then we can invite so much more love into our lives from other people and it's a beautiful again co-creation and collaboration with all those around us wow i love that answer too yeah i believe that um self-compassion self-love self-acceptance and unconditional self-love really it's what i write about and uh, the message that i try to communicate because it's so crucial we can't really give what we don't have so it starts with us. And I love what you said, Lucy, about uh, playfulness, this uh, lightness. That's the result of it in a way. <laughs> Once we find that love within, then it's so much easier to be light, isn't it? Definitely. And I feel like that's the thing for me when I, I didn't love myself, I was in a place of hating myself, that it was there was so much seriousness and heaviness that came with that. And now I can hand on heart say, I love myself. I do make mistakes, but I have learned to laugh at them. And with that laughter brings the lightness, which brings the love and the self-compassion. Because you can't really be harsh with yourself if you're laughing at yourself. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go back to the idea of true leadership and leading ourselves. That's such an interesting conversation to have. And the first question that comes to mind is about balancing authenticity and compassion for others. How do we do that? Oh, wow. Yeah. So balancing authenticity and and compassion, I think for me, it really starts with the compassion. If we can give ourselves compassion, it allows ourselves to really be authentic and show our true selves. And we've always been taught that vulnerability is bad, um, that it's a negative thing. It means you're weak. It's it's something that, you know, shows a sign of weakness. And actually, it's a great sign of strength, of inner strength, when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable in, in that sense. And and yet with compassion, that we can have such powerful conversations. If I think about the most powerful conversations where I've really led with my, led myself, it's when I've been the most vulnerable. And it's meant that I've also been very authentic um, because it's just, it's me. It's me showing myself 
without blaming others, um, saying that I feel something because someone else has made me feel that way. And just really owning, I think that's a real sign of leadership, is owning what we feel, all our emotions, our ups and downs, the challenges that we face, and that we are powerfully leading ourselves through solutions to the other side of that. That really makes sense to me. So in a way, is cultivating self-compassion. Self-compassion, so that leads to authenticity, and then we can't help but be compassionate towards others as well while communicating who we are or expressing who we are. That makes sense. Uh, Lucy, would you like to add anything? Yeah, I think that with the authenticity that comes the transformation when we're, when we're truly authentic and honest with ourselves about what's going on, where we're at, then that's when we can shine a light on it and heal it. And I think... In today's era, I think people can really, uh, like people pick up on the vibrations if we're not being authentic. Um, and I think that people can tell a mile off now. So there, and when you are authentic, when you truly, whenever I've shared something that's been deeply personal or vulnerable, and that's kind of shown a chink in my armor, if you like, the outpouring of love I have received has been amazing, absolutely amazing. And I think sometimes we live in this world where we think we have to be perfect because of social media and everything else. But actually, if you're brave enough to be authentic and, and honest, then the outpouring of love and compassion that you'll receive will probably propel you forward into self-leading yourself, leading yourself. It's really interesting to see how everything's connected. There's no separation, right? What happens within, it tends to be expressed in the outer world as well. So it starts here and then expressed outward. Another question I have is about spirituality. What is your idea and understanding of what spirituality is? I feel like probably one percent <laughs> like whenever my human consciousness I think can only grasp so much but my my small human understanding of spirituality is the connection of we are all one that's it so we're one, at one with the universe we're at one with the trees we're at one with other humans and animals on the planets and other galactic beings everywhere else because they're all just another um we're multi-dimensional right so they're just a dimension of ourselves um that's all within so i believe that spirituality actually is a journey within and getting to know yourself intimate intimately and yourself on all the different dimensions um, and then i believe the ultimate dimension which is source or <laughs> the oneness that is and this is something that I often also write about. I call it separated wholeness, what this is now. All of it, myself here, this body, and then you there, and everything around me. This is, it's really challenging for the mind, the rational mind to understand that everything is one, everything is interconnected, uh, deeply connected. So what the dance is a lot of times for me and for most people that I talk to is how do we integrate that on our day-to-day -day lives? How do we express that oneness? 
through the things we do, the thoughts we choose to take on and the words we say. What is your advice on that or suggestion, Natasha and Lucy? Yeah, that's a really interesting in, interesting thought and question. It's like, uh, and for me, I feel it's it's something around how we recognize we are all elements of everything at the same time. So I think we 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 do feel because we are in the human body, it's it's the individualistic experience, but we are part of this greater oneness. And to wrap our heads around that, I think we we like to compartmentalize. So we like to think, well, now I'm thinking or now I'm feeling and now I'm taking action and I'm in the, that masculine energy of doing, 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 which we've become incredibly, incredibly good at. And then we go and sit on the yoga mat or, or do our poses on the yoga mat. We connect with that spiritual element or we sit in meditation and we connect and then we get up and then we, we go back to some, you know, a different way of uh, of expressing ourselves and I think for me what I'm what I've been playing with and starting to experience is that it's a dance between all of those things we are never separate or we are never you know one thing and not the others we are all of those things at the same time and as we start to play with that concept we can start to tap into our intuitive divine wisdom that we have the feminine energy and allow ourselves to draw that intuition whether it's universal intuition or whether it's um, our higher self and intuition, our own inner, inner guidance system, and draw that through the things and the action that we take. Allow ourselves to slow down a little bit more so that we can keep those channels to everything open and and create a beautiful pathway that, that leads us in a very different direction that is one of patience slowness of awareness of openness to receiving um so i think that for me has been been a big part of my journey to understanding how we do things a bit differently i love that is um not integration i love the way you say that that we are everything so it's really the acknowledgement of that or the realization yeah. of that that yeah this is everything Hello. Yeah, I'm playing with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's not easy. <laughs> no. It's really easy to try to push away, right? Things that we don't like in a sense of um, when it gets uncomfortable to the body or mind and anything that challenges um, our belief systems, then it's it, it becomes um, not an easy way to navigate this reality. But yeah, expansion is the way to go. I love this idea that we can expand enough to create space for everything, to be everything at the same time. So Lucy, would you like to add anything to that thought, to this idea of expansion? Yeah, I think um, compassion, because when we feel that connection with everything, you can't help but feel compassion, whether that's towards nature, whether that's towards another human being or an animal, um, when you feel that wholeness, that completeness, that, connect, um, that connection to self, you're not looking outside of yourself. And I think that's what happens a lot is that we feel that we're incomplete or we're not whole. And so we start searching outside of ourselves to make ourselves feel complete and whole. And when that happens, that's when I feel that we get into that energy of wanting or getting. What do I get from this? What do I want from this? Rather than coming place from a place of desire. And it's when we're in that 
um, wanting and getting, but that's when things can happen. Like, in my opinion, that's when things can happen where we're not kind to the planet, we're not kind to animals, we're not kind to other humans, um, because we go into that survival mode rather than in that connection, unity, oneness mode. What do you love most about being in a human body? I can I go first? Yeah, yeah go first. <laughs> yes. um, I I love manifesting. Like I love manifesting. I think it's a brilliant thing. Like I believe that our desires are a gift from source, and our fulfillment of those desires is a gift back. So it's this real play or dance with the universe, with source itself in manifesting your divine ideas into this 3D reality. That's what I love playing with. And that's that's what I love being about a human is having that divine spark, inspiration, and then seeing it show up in the manifested in this reality. It sounds like a lot of fun. And it is a lot of fun. I agree. And Natasha, would you like to add something to that? Yeah, I I love that question. Like, what do we love about being in the human body? I mean, there's so much, isn't there? My goodness. You know, this is what we're here to experience is is all those senses, touch, smell, um, being out in nature, the wonderment of and the beauty and the harmony of of what we've what we have on this planet. I mean, it, it. it astounds me. It moves me. The ability to cry, the ability to have emotions, it's all part of the joy of being human that we we can really truly feel. And and we I feel that sometimes we're such in such a hurry to escape the human experience, the humanness of everything. And when we really do kind of you know, agree that we are here. We're here to experience that. And we combine that with the spiritual elements of what we talked about before. Wow. We can, we can create and manifest such incredible things here on earth. And, you know, just being able to love, to laugh, to, to feel, to touch and yeah, just the wonderment of it all. I think that's what we really get to experience in the moment. Enjoy the journey of being a human being. Everything's part of the human experience. What I wonder with that, when I think about this question that I answer, oh, I love, and then I say what I love. And then I think about people who don't feel the same way, that they say actually the opposite. I don't love anything about this, and I wish I was never born. I have heard that before from some people. So I wonder what's happening there, because I I do feel that this, just even if you came here for one split moment and you took a breath, then that's it. That was fulfillment already. That's a gift in itself. So I wonder why some of us don't see that and are able to access that space of gratitude for the unconditional love that life is. I feel it depends sometimes on you know, the experiences that people have had. Um, and then it's having... I don't know, the opportunities or the availability to meet people that perhaps can support you on your healing journey. And it's those introductions that I feel it could just be a passing comment from someone, you know, or it could be a healer or, and I feel it's being open to those that will help 
to support you. So it could be listening to a podcast like this, because there could be one nugget in there that literally changes your life. Like, because you can change your life in a second, in a nanosecond, change direction. And I feel that sometimes perhaps we put so much pressure on ourselves to be happy, to enjoy life. Whereas if we actually stopped and accepted where we are sometimes, and that maybe that is sadness, maybe that is grief, that acceptance, instead of just covering over or saying, I'm fine and carrying on, that acceptance, that acknowledgement, and then just letting it go and see what comes from creating that space when you let it go. I love the idea that we can come from that space of appreciation for what this is. To me, it's the unknown, really, <laughs> when I think about this, the impossible. How come? How is it possible to be here in the human body and, and be able to talk about these things and, and do all this? It's just incredible. I acknowledge the suffering. There's so many people who suffer, but I can't live their lives. I can only be in this moment now. I can only be here. I can't be everywhere in the sense of experiencing this. I can only experience this moment. So that's what I also feel that some people, they are very much attached to other people's experiences and suffering. And that to me, it's a very interesting state as well or perspective, because I do see suffering as a form of compassion, even life trying to show us what it is, isn't it? It really feels that way. So it's a path of discovery. Yeah, life is a path of discovery. And it's, it's how we, as Lucy says, you know, it's how we accept, you know, that we are our humanness and that what, there is no hurry to get there. You know, we've, I think we sometimes can believe that we're searching for the perf perfection in life, and then we can only truly appreciate it. And it's not about that for me. Um, life is up and down. Life will throw challenges our way. And it's the tools and the resources and the resiliences within ourselves to know that we're not alone, that we have a plethora of help around us, human, uh, other people, a word from somebody, a kind word from somebody, or from the spiritual aspects of ourselves. And and how we really allow ourselves to to enjoy and be in the moment and as as Lucy said you know sometimes i think some of the most profound things in my life have been those those minute moments with somebody that somebody's just said something and that I, I might not even remember exactly what they said but they touched my life in such a profound way and I know they shifted my life and my path in a completely different trajectory and how we stay open to that that mm. things can change as Lucy said in a nanosecond yeah that's key isn't it to be open so you are the founders of the circle of light movement Talk to me for a moment about the main inspiration and intention of creating this movement. Um, we wanted to find, a, well, I could speak for myself, um, Lucy, I wanted to find a community um, where we spread light. <laughs> and even though we might be facing challenges or particularly at the moment, uncertain times, it was about finding that like sisterhood, brotherhood, of people that want to come together and dance in the light and be in the light and be the light 
and create meaningful, healthy change in your life, which can then ripple out into the rest of the world, raising the consciousness of the planet. And I just I just didn't find anyone else that was really doing that, um, not kind of in the way that I, I wanted to express myself. And then Natasha and I, I mean, we've not even known each other two years. It's incredible what we've achieved in such a short amount of time. But when the spirit guides you to something, you just know and then we had a couple of conversations and it was actually Natasha that suggested, why don't we create our own circle of light? And I, I got the zings from head to toe and I was like, OK, yep, source agrees. <laughs> um, and then that's it. And yeah, I don't know if you've got anything to add to that, Natasha. Yeah, I just well, everything that Lucy said, I mean, it, it was just really guided. It was such a natural conversation that flowed between us we we just knew so deeply deeply and passionately within ourselves that we had to step forward we had to lead ourselves and and help each other and lead each other towards creating this movement we have we really want to show people that it, that it's possible to find a community a safe and as I think I said already sacred community of people where it's safe to be yourself safe to feel vulnerable safe self to express safe to express yourself authentically whatever that is um, and be held and be be encouraged by others to co-create the new earth, the new paradigm of love, unity, collaboration, connection, that we know we are birthing, we are walking into it hand in hand, stepping as we step out of the old paradigm and into the new, we are all able to co-create and add our little and sprinkle our little um, stardust into that co-creation and that's what we want to create that's why it feels like a movement for us that we are moving towards something new we are we're we're co-creating it and we're contributing towards that yeah it's beautiful thank you so mm. much for being you we need that from the perspective, the separated wholeness self, mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Do yeah. you connect the uh, events in 2020 to spiritual evolution somehow? I do personally. Um, so I believe that um, going from the old paradigm, so the Piscean age, which was all about competition, hierarchy, what can I get? to go into a it was more of a masculine like logic kind of leading from the head to move into a more of a feminine energy it's not about gender it's about energy so to move into a more of a yin energy is um a heart-centered living collaboration not competition um and it's communities rather than hierarchies so if you're going from one polarity to another, there's going to be flux in the middle while you work out how is this, you know, if you think about the analogy of giving birth, there's points where you're scared, there's points where you're elated, there's points where there's fear, there's points where there's, you know, you're excited. And that's what I feel is happening at the moment on planet earth um, and we're just kind of trying to navigate that these chaotic winds um, wherever you are on planet earth um, and it's about 
yeah, and I feel that's what's happened in 2020, and I feel it's been brewing for a while. And so that's why I think it's even more important to now for you to connect with people, like-minded people, and stay in the light and dance in the light so that you can shape this new world how you want it to be shaped. How do you? I think it's a great opportunity for you to craft the life that you've always desired but you have to be willing to hold the ship steady. You've got to know what you truly desire and then step into that. When you talk about desire, I think about the law of attraction. Is that somehow, are you using some of the principles, both of you, of the law of attraction in your work, or this is something completely different? I think, I think, I can't speak for Natasha, but I do use the principles of law of attraction. Um, but I think this is, if I've got this wrong, Tash, you tell me. But I think the beauty about me and Tash is we have the same essence, if you like, but we come at it from different angles. So we always come to the same conclusion. And that's what's so lovely because it's two different perspectives on it. So, yes, I I do use the law of attraction. Um to support people in manifesting and healing so they can call in what they would like to or be on the same frequency as what they'd like to uh, call in. But we also talk about, in the Circle Light Movement, we also talk about the law of momentum, the law of incremental increases as well. So it's like a a lot of different laws to help you create meaningful and lasting and healthy change in your life. Yeah, I think that that's right. There's an element elements of the law of attraction that come into it, but there are also many other laws that um, you know, universal laws that we get to play with, that we get to try mm-hmm. out, and it's finding that right balance, that right mix of action, connection. You know, working with our divine wisdom, working with source and the energies to be able to create what we desire. So there is there's lots of things at play, and it's about I talk a lot about alignment and coming into alignment with our desires. And that's bringing the alignment of our frequency so that we vibrate at that frequency of the desire that we choose. We can't create abundance from a frequency of lack to go into polarities. We can't create joy from a frequency of of sadness. We have to feel those vibrations and and start to align to these things that we desire and then we can start to move towards it and that's where we start to create momentum that's where we start to with the law of increments as lucy says that we gather that speed and it starts to come towards us and we become ma- like almost like a magnet for these things so there's lots of things at play i think it's more than just the law of attraction as we know it i think there are lots of things at play and it's it's not so easy it's like it's we have to play within that and for each one of us it's slightly different so i always work with very much um individuals of of understanding who they are and how they manifest we all manifest very differently so i work a lot with the akashic records and people's soul powers and how they manifest differently to everyone else. We have all have a different blueprint. So it's about getting to know ourselves. And I think that comes back to our what we talked about earlier about self-leadership. What does self-leadership mean to you? How do you lead yourself? Because you're a unique be- being of as, as unique as a fingerprint of 8 billion people almost on this planet. You are completely unique. 
That's so true. That feels like uh, we need a practice for that because it's very easy to focus on uh, on what we don't want. I noticed that how easy it is. <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want that. We just go on and on forever. But it's a challenge to focus on what we want and stay there. So it's a great practice to have. Talk to me for a moment, a little bit more expanding about what you do, the Circle of Light movement. How does it work? And about the memberships that you offer and how many membership kinds of memberships you offer and how does it work exactly if we, we want to sign up today? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's actually quite simple. We have one level of membership at the moment. Um, and what we, what we do is we, it's, it's a, it's first and foremost, I think it's really about joining a beautiful, wonderful community that's safe, that's sacred, that's really going to allow you to dance in the light through challenges because we are human and, and that's what we're going to face at times. But what we, how we, how we structure um, the, the the community and the movement is by working on different themes each month. So we will look at different aspects of our humanness and how that shows up for us in the world. And we start every month with a new moon ceremony. So we welcome in the new the new moon cycle and we welcome in our theme. Um, and we set intentions and we have a beautiful ceremony about it. Um, and then we navigate our way through the month, supporting each other through different ways. And I'll let Lucy carry on with explaining the rest of it. Oh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, we really wanted to bring people back to the cycles of um, Mother Earth, really, you know, and the moons. And that's why we don't run to a calendar. We run to more earthly cycles. Um, and then we also offer um, this Akashic meditation activation, which Natasha um, does. Um, and we also have a, one healing a month, which I do, which will be a mixture of, could be anything that I'm guided to, but uh, tapping, EFT, light language, um, meditation. Um, and then we also have an Ask Us Anything. So um, Natasha or I will channel, um, and there's a bit of coaching in there. So any questions, any challenges that you're facing and you'd like some guidance on, we're there to help you. It doesn't have to be on the theme for the month. Um, and we support you through those. Um, and and as do others as well, because when people are brave enough to ask the questions um, or ask for some guidance, then the support and love from the other community members is so beautiful because they might have experienced something similar. Um, but I found that the one thing that the community members really love is that it's a real safe space to explore your spirituality as well, whatever that might mean to you. Um, so and I know that sometimes it can be a bit daunting, um, but wherever you are on your path, on your journey with that, all is welcome with us. We just invite you to take responsibility um, and treat others with compassion. And that's it, really, and dance in the light with us. The community, it's open to everyone, men and women, or just women? Yeah, no, it's open to everyone who wants to come and dance with us. Uh, we're here to, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the feminine energies and the masculines, but this is about us all as humans coming together now. It's about not leaving anyone out. It's about we all have an opportunity, a choice, uh, 
not a heavy responsibility, but we can choose to have a responsibility to co-create what we want to move out, move the world into and what we want to birth going forward. So it's really for anyone who, who wants to come and explore themselves on a different level, be part of something that really is full of light um, and love and compassion and leadership self-leadership and all of these things it's it's to lead yourself within your within a community not to allow yourself to think well this is what I should say because I'm part of a community and shape yourself to fit into the community this is about true expression true authenticity and to each of us play that role in it so it feels it feels really powerful and we're so pleased that we're doing it yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I keep saying the same words <laughs> because it's amazing. Yes, Lucy, please. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, we need the divine feminine and the divine masculine, the yin and the yang and everything in between. Like, that's what makes the world work and the world go round. And so it's it's whatever. Yeah, it really is open to everyone. Everyone has a place in our community. Um, they really do. And you'll be welcomed with open arms. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. So it's open to everyone. What is another word for freedom? Oh, um, may I go first? Yeah. Um, so for me, freedom uh, is expansion. Um, it's expanding into the stillness, it's expanding into love, it's expanding into the greatness, um, the opportunities. Um, it's when I have that connection to my heart, my heart chakra, and I, I send that love energy out infinitely. That's what freedom means to me, the expansion. Nice. I like that. Freedom being one of my top values around everything. But I think for me, freedom, it can mean so many things. But I think for me, it's about flow. It's about being having that freedom to flow within my life, to make choices that empower me, to to be able to be where I want, um, around who I want. And yeah, to allow things to flow just rather than holding on to things so rigidly, I think we can do something I used to do. And that for me doesn't feel like freedom. It's about allowing things to pop into your experience and saying, do I want to explore that? Okay, maybe I'll go and have a look over there. And then being able to change my mind and saying, yeah, that was really interesting, but actually my direction is going somewhere else. So I think for me, the flow is like being able to navigate the path, but it's not a linear line. It's flowing from one side to the other, a bit like a beautiful river whose banks of the river is never going to be the same in any one given moment through its entire history mm. while it's on this planet. That's freedom for me. I love your wisdom, both of you. <laughs> beautiful, a beautiful message, um, beautifully communicated. Yes, uh, flow, expansion, right? Openness. And it really sounds to me like this is the, um, the feminine energy, isn't it? It goes back to it for some reason, that the feminine energy, it's so expansive, it's open, it flows. Interesting to realize that. Mm. Yeah. I feel that like the age of Aquarius is, it is about um, more of a feminine energy rising. Um, that's how I see it because we've had centuries of the 
Piscean age, which was more masculine. So it's actually now I believe that it's a time for the feminine energy to have a seat at the table alongside the masculine energies. It's not about hierarchy anymore. It's about us all being equal and sat at the same table um, discussing what's what's best for all, for unity. Um, And so I think, again, this is why we're seeing a lot of unrest or unsettling things at the moment is because that that balance is tipping where the where perhaps the more masculine had the control and that we're seeing these structures fall away now these frameworks fall away because they don't serve the more feminine energies um and you can look at that very you know focused in just um uh, i don't know maternity leave or um just if you look at uh, more of a feminine way of living in a monthly cycle, our hormones go up and down, whereas in a masculine cycle, they tend to be quite flat throughout the month. So it's just like, what is balance in the new paradigm in a more feminine way of living? And that's what I'm very excited to explore and explore with our community as well because we I feel we don't have all the answers yet all the cards haven't been laid on the table <laughs> <laughs> yes uh it's the the beautiful journey of discovery right and, and that's in nature we see that in nature that balance but humans we we're not able to do that yet have you heard of an era a time that we we are actually living in balance and harmony men and women no feminine and masculine um, I think way back, so maybe, I don't know, but uh, maybe the Atlantis times or um, before, I think more so uh, before um, religion kind of came. I know t- we're based in the UK and I know there was a lot of, when religion came to England, there was a lot of like wisdom lost, like um, medicine women that would know the plants and know the nature um, and law, folklores that were passed down and stories and wisdom that was actually lost um, a lot because if you think about the burning of witches. Um, so I feel that before that time, and then if we want to go really far back, I feel then there was a balance where uh, particularly in that time before religion came, I feel that um, women were really revered. You know, we were sacred. Um, we were listened to. Um, and I think that over the centuries, that's kind of that's not as much. Um, and you can look at it as in like we didn't get the vote until recently, really, and think we didn't really have a voice And I think, again, that's very exciting because I think our voices are starting to be heard and other communities as well. Right. So true. Would you like to add, Natasha? No, I think Lucy's really, really uh, kind of captured that. But I do feel that we are starting to see more and more of that equality coming through, the more of that balance and that harmony of... um, the feminine and the masculine you know we're working a lot more with the land um uh, you know especially in the uk there's so much research you know going around like no turn soil um is now becoming very you know working with the moons working with understanding Mm -hmm. that the soil is living um rather than just something that we can 
uh, take from endlessly and then realize that the soil is absolutely dead. We're working to really bring life and breed life back into, into our soil. So I, I think we see it in lots of different ways and different communities that are doing different things. And it's now really time how we blend all this knowledge and wisdom that's coming back again because we, yeah. we just have to re-remember it. We haven't really truly forgotten it. We weren't allowed to remember it. So now we have to re-remember it practice it and see the absolute benefits of what we, what happens when we do and now we need to start I feel working together to bring all this knowledge back into the general collective and that's where we're going to start to see things amplify even quicker and where we collapse timelines for that. True. Your message is really powerful, though, when you speak about the leadership leading our own selves, because it really sounds to me that's where it begins. If we can create the balance within, then we can create communities. We can create balanced communities, balanced countries, balanced everything, a balanced planet. But it starts with us, right? Each one yeah. of us. Um, completely and I feel it could be as it could be as small as growing your own vegetables and swapping them with neighbors you know yeah. that's yeah. leadership right. like we can bring it yeah. back down to the micro yeah. um you know it doesn't have to be a, a stepping into leading a community of thousands if that doesn't float your boat it really can be as simple as growing your own vegetables and yeah. setting up a swapping community, you know? Absolutely. Yes, I love that, that you added that, right? It can be something very simple, the expression of that balance, right? And my last question before the technical one is, what are three things you wish everyone to experience before they lose the body? Oh, oh wow. That's that. Wow. We could, we could be here for another hour. Um, <laughs> yes, what's I know. the one thing that I want people to it, For me, I think it is about knowing that you belong, that you truly do belong somewhere. And if you feel that you don't, then that community is out there, whether it's our community or another community. But I really hope for everyone that we feel like we belong to something bigger. Yes. Wow. Did you that say a, one thing or three? Yeah, that was a three in one really powerfully. But you, if you have two more, Natasha, you can add that. Two oh, wow. Things. Okay. Lucy, do you want to go go to the next one? Maybe then I'll come back to another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got all three of mine. <laughs> um, yes. My three things are um, love. Like I would love for everyone to experience love in this world, like just whether that be with yourself, whether that be with another or several others, but just feeling loved and just, yeah, I would feel like I would love everyone to experience that. Um, connection as well, that deep connection to other humans. I think it's so powerful if you're in circle with people or, you know, maybe family or whatever, just that deep connection and then um, finally, orgasm. <laughs> um, I feel that like that again is, I feel a gift from source. Um, so yeah, being able to experience that, um, they would be my three things. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the embodiment of the divine, right? Experiencing everything that we have. Natasha, do you have two more things to add or that was 
to win one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think also for me, you know, for everyone to experience laughter, like that pure joy of being in the moment of, you know, there's no greater joy than just that belly laughter with friends and, and, how healing that can be um, with others. Um, But the other thing is to find peace and balance within yourself, that you can find moments even, even if they're short moments of, of having some peace, real true peace within yourself, that you're okay, that you're safe, that you're, you've got it. And there are people behind you that have got your back. Um, I think that that, that is also something that I feel everybody really deserves to have experienced. Yes. Uh, Again, thank you so much for your presence in our reality. The expression of you today and the resonance of that. Thank you for what you do, how you do it, and everything else that could be felt today. And my last technical question is, where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects? Mm, so um, our website is probably the easiest place to uh, to find us. So www.circleoflightmovement.com. It's a bit of a long one, but uh, yeah, you can find everything out about Lucy, about I on there. Uh, you can join our community there as well if it really does call to you, if this is something you really want to be part of. And for all your listeners, um, we have a special coupon code, which is fit for joy, all one word, lowercase at checkout to always get £11 off our monthly membership uh, price for the lifetime of your membership. So that is our gift to you. Wonderful. And I'll have that link, the um, website link, and also that promo code there too on your podcast profile. Thank you so much again. And we'll talk soon, Natasha and Lucy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting us to talk. Thank you. Bye for now. Take good care. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Natasha Harris and Lucy Brand and their work, please visit circleoflightmovement.com. If you'd love to join the community and receive £11 off per month for the lifetime of your membership, sign up here and use the coupon code FITFORJOY at checkout. We can't wait to dance in the light with you. Go to www.circleoflightmovement.com slash FFJ hyphen join hyphen the hyphen community dot HTML. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.